Welcome to the Fin Nation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs are leaders that rise together. Success does not have a definition. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm your host, White Devgannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Hey, hey, welcome back, Fem Nation. Today, I'm bringing to you a kind of an organic hot seat. I open up and do coffee chats with a lot of different people at a lot of different times that have questions about whether or not we're going to work together, what that's going to look like, how that sets up for the benefit for them in the long run, right? And this particular call is so good and we dove such into such depth around her particular topic and where she was being hung up on. And that is actually how I I reach every single call, right? And I feel that in the exchange of us having a conversation, whether or not it's time for us to work together or whether or not it's time for us to just connect and be in each other's worlds and be supportive of each other's women entrepreneurs, I always want to give my any connection I have some takeaway, some ability to win and be able to move forward no matter what, what the decisions are, right? So it's authenticity, it's an integrity, and it's just how I love to show up. This one ended up being such an amazing call and had such good content in it that I sent it to my team and said, can we turn this into a hot seat? And they said, absolutely, yes. And so what I'm prefacing here is that I decided to go into this call helping this particular woman with where she is in her business. Now she's in the digital space, wants to create digital opportunities, has a little bit of an audience, but is like very much of us and is in the growth phase. So I would love for you to sit down and get a piece of paper and a pen and write some notes for yourself because I guarantee you're going to walk away with some major takeaways from this hot seat specifically. So also... If this really speaks to you and you find value in it, please rate the show, please give feedback, and please also let me know. Come into the free group or even just reach out to me on my social media platforms and just say, you know what, this was pivotal for me or this gave me such clarity. Thank you so much. Or share it with your friends. I would love for this message and this opportunity to be distributed, to be shared, to be utilized, and to start changing the world. So without further ado, I want to let you go ahead and dive into this amazing hot seat. So tell me a little bit about you. Well, I started my company, my business, I guess, a little less than a year ago. And I teach travelers how to create photos, amazing photos. So my market is not really photographers, but rather travelers, people who probably have a nice camera, but don't exactly know how to use it, and um, who like to go on high-end trips. So that is my market. I created my first course. I went through DCA with Amy Porterfield, and I created my first course that I launched in March. So I built my website. I, you know, did all my own marketing and branding and design and, and and I'm not 
the designer, but you know, my budget was limited. So I've just kind of done everything myself and pieced it together. I launched my course and I had two people purchase. Very grateful for the two people, but I was hoping for more. Um, But it also was right at the time when we were all getting locked down for the pandemic. And since my target market is travelers, travel kind of got, yeah. So I've been really, I do religious content every week. I do a Facebook Live, which was really hard for me because I hate myself on video, but Amy said, do it. (laughs) So I started, I barely get anybody that actually tunes in, but I just keep doing it. I put out a blog post every single week. And and then I did also give away a few uh, course courses to people I knew because I at least wanted a, a handful, like 10 people to go through the course so I could get some feedback. And so it would be a real experience. And it went really well. I got great feedback. I think um, it seems like the content, the flow, it was released. It was dripped. So we went through it together. It's, it wasn't just a, here you go. I hope you learn a lot. I enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. And I had a great experience with it. So I wasn't planning on it, but it just kind of organically evolved to, for me to start a membership because people really wanted, they said they wanted more ongoing um, connection. Right. So I started a membership that I just launched I'm kind of in the process of launching it right now. And so far I've only had one person sign up and I feel like I am, I know I'm absolutely committed and will do anything it takes. And I know I do a lot of mindset work. I know this business will be successful, but right now I'm in this place where I feel like I work all the time. I'm doing everything I know to do. Well, that's not true. There are some things I could be doing that I'm not doing, but you know, you just, there's only so much time in a day. I feel like I spend every Saturday doing all my social media um, batching and Sundays. You know, I, I just feel like um, as much as I love it, I'm working all the time and not seeing any returns as okay. far as money. I should say I get, I'm building a community. Yes. So I am ready to make some money. And I feel like I need somebody who has more experience in this area of online businesses to, to look in and say, okay, this is, uh, you know, just give me some advice and guidance because I worked in corporate. I'm, this is the first time I've ever been an entrepreneur. So I'm just learning as I go, not an expert. And I, I just feel like I need a little bit of support and guidance. Okay. So I have a couple of questions for you. I was taking notes. And so, um, Two things I like to do uh, anytime I meet with anybody is I, I get a good snapshot of who you are, what you're doing, and give you some takeaways from just us meeting, you know, like some next best steps and strategic pieces for your business. And that that has always been something I super love doing because you need, you're looking for answers. And I appreciate people that go out there and say, raise our hand and say, I need help somewhere. So a um, couple things I want to ask you about, though. 
First, I want to make a statement that I don't believe you have a mindset issue. I believe you have an outcome issue, a journey path issue, a success path issue for your people. You're just not seeing it. It's there. You've created all the components, but you've been individually involved in each of the components that you only see them as isolated little islands that you hop to. You're just not seeing the connection of the route that you're taking everyone through what it is. So you've, you've done a lot of great, great work, but I don't believe you have a mindset issue. Um, and we can talk about that in a minute. What do you charge for your course? What are you wanting to charge and what do you charge? So I had, um, a 297 was kind of an independent study where you get the course in the Facebook group. And then I had a VIP that was 597 and that included photo critiques every week. And, um, a one-on-one with me, like three personal one-on-ones with me. Okay. And I had one purchase the regular and one purchase the VIP. Excellent. What about the back-end membership? What did you charge for that? Um, it is $29 a month or $290 annual. And the one that bought my VIP has become a super fan. Like she is, she reads every blog post, everything I send out, she, she does. She's the one that's signed up for my membership. So it feels really good. It's very validating to have someone who says, this is awesome. And I'm learning so much and I could see her progress, but I want a hundred of her. (laughs) I'm not quite sure how to get them. So you have a prime example of one person that has gone through this, that you really know. Uh, has been successful, has consumed your content, and follows your instructions. So uh, yeah. that puts you actually light years ahead of a lot of people, <laughs> uh, because usually yeah, I'm that, incredibly grateful. Yeah. yeah, it usually takes people a lot of uh, a lot of diving into and and content release before they find that one person that gets them that. So tell me about her though. You know, so think of her when I ask you these questions. She has a nice camera. She likes high end trips. Um, she, you, and you have taught her how to take great photographs with her really great camera. What, when she came to you, when she started with you at the beginning of the course, what was it? What was her, her own vocalized pain point? Why did she decide that this was a good idea for her? Camera settings is something she, and that's a pretty common one there. People are very confused by the technology of cameras, the digital files, and confidence. So the the camera settings is one of the main things, but also belief in themselves that they can create, they can be creative and they can, can create beauty. That's something I see with her a lot. When I, I do a lot of technical blogs, how to's, composition, camera settings, but I also balance that with a lot of, you know, ex- self-acceptance and mindfulness kind of work, because I think that's a huge part of being a creative. And every time I post something about mindfulness or, or self-acceptance, not being so critical of our photos, she, she jumps in and, and replies that that's something she struggles with. Perfect. Okay. So then when, when you found her or when you first started with her, why did she want to have a nice camera and why did she want to learn to take really great pictures on um, some very great trips? What was it, uh, what was her desire that uh, brought her around to saying, 
you know, when I go on trips, I want to have an, I, I don't want to just take iPhone pictures. I want to have a nice camera. What was that piece? That's a good question. I, I know a lot of women, the whole reason I, I had this idea that came up in my head in the first place is because I had women generally in their forties and fifties that would come to me and say, okay, I'm ready to go on these great trips. I want something, a better camera than a, a phone because I want to take better pictures than you can get with a phone, but I don't know how to use it. So a lot of women would buy a camera first and then think, okay, now I don't know what to do with it. And I think that's where she was. She wanted better photos than the iPhone. She, so she bought a nice camera, but then she'd make photos and go, eh, they kind of suck. I don't love them. They're boring. I want them to be better, but I don't know how. Why do they want better pictures of their trip? I don't know. What does that mean to them? That's your missing piece, right? Yeah. There. Because when you can speak to that, you're going to be able to speak to the outcome that they get because your work is going to give them that outcome. But there, there, there's a reason why there's a group of people, thousands of people, thousands of women, and that age, I mean, the age is irrelevant. It's what what are they desiring? What is the outcome that they're looking for and why and in why they wanted to have a nicer camera? You know, I mean, do they want to be able to vividly relive the trip? Do they want to feel super connected to the trip? Do they want to feel a part of the the ground, the place, the location that they were in and just felt, you know, I mean, what is that? Is it is it a connection to life? Is it, you know. What, what is that? And you, as soon as you figure that out, you're going to be able to speak to these, your, these, your audience there instead of the tech stuff is always going to be helpful. That's part of the, I mean, that's part of your knowledge. Your expertise is knowing how to get them from why they bought the camera to believing, trusting, loving the photographs that they're able to take with this high-end camera. All the in-between stuff is the stuff that you know is going to help them. But if you talk about tech, when they come to you about the tech piece, which is absolutely relevant, but to them, they're like, well, maybe I'll feel validated in purchasing a high-end camera or an expensive camera if I just know how to use it. But go before that and, you know, because yes, they do need to know how to use it. Absolutely, they do. But it's still, it's prior, it predates that. Their desire to even have that camera is, you know, so they went and got it now they're just like, now they're searching out there saying, okay, shoot, I don't know enough. What is it? You know, how do I need, I need to find this and that. And they're finding all the strategic pieces, the common pieces that are, um, that doesn't set you apart. Your knowledge is your expertise, but you're not speaking to why they came into this world and, you know, into this place in the world at this point in time. That's the missing piece. And, you know, I, I do address the why fairly regularly, but I do it from my perspective. And I know I've gotten feedback from them that they want to make better photos. They don't know how. They have confidence issues. They have mindfulness issues where they get distracted and forget how to, you know, they, my why is to create memories and to inspire people. And so I talk about my why, but I don't know that little gap between 
where you went from phone to camera and why it's important to create those beautiful photos for them. It's in that gap. That is whatever is in that gap is ultimately what they want to achieve at the inside, at the outside of this, you know, at the, after they work with you, they will be able to achieve that. Now they will have that, you know, that depth that they're looking for, that quality of life, the experience, you know, I mean, whatever it is, I'm just putting things in there to fill, you know, to fill the example piece of that. But in that piece, connecting to what it is on the other side. So you're an expert and you walked this road. So you're at a level 10 and you know, all the things you've done, all the research, you enjoy this, you know, all the pieces that go into this. But when you bring it down, when we as experts bring it down to understandable terms, we think five, six, you know, level five, six is helpful for them. They're starting at zero and they're trying to get to one to two. You know, so we still don't bring it far enough down for them with what it is that we connect to. We have to hit that connection point. And that connection point is ultimately the outcome that they're desiring. And they may not even be able to articulate it. But us as guides in the digital world, our responsibility is to know where that outcome sits, flesh it out from there, knowing that our work's going to get them that outcome. Your work, everything you've got is great. It's just knowing now where to position that going forward. And I, I think that what sets me apart, because there's a lot of online photography stuff. And what yes. does set me apart is that I, I came from healthcare. I'm really good at talking, bringing it down from a 10 to a one. So I start at one with the good. camera settings and the digital files and the how to move a file around on your computer. Other courses are mostly taught by men and they're very technically based and they talk a lot about equipment and women don't want to hear about equipment and technology. They want to, okay, I have to understand this to move forward. Talk to me. And one of them even said at the beginning of the course, talk to me like I've never held a camera before. And that is exactly how I frame all of my stuff. And so even someone who was further ahead than that, said it was really helpful for her to review it all because it's all freaking confusing. Oh, it totally can be. And then you go from camera to camera and it's different, you know, or you, I mean, all the different components that are possible, possible scenarios inside of that, but find where they are and why, uh, connect to that piece, why they wanted the camera to take on their trips, why they wanted that in the first place. What, what, what did they feel would, uh, would be fulfilled in having a beautiful camera on, you know, great, great trips, not just a fly by night person that doesn't mind taking selfies in Mexico. They want, right. these, they want something different. So the reason they're going on the high end trips and the reason they're bringing an amazing camera there, there's something that's fulfilling in there for, for them that they're searching for. And that is then who you speak, how you speak to them and, 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 and connect this. And I'm, again, I'm talking about your cold audience because they're going to feel that from you because there are people out there that are in your cold audience that are thinking I re- that have done some high end trips but now want to take a really great camera on their next adventures and yeah. they're thinking I want to take I want to get a camera I want to get a camera but I'm not sure I'm going to make the best use of this investment of buying the camera cuz I have I don't even know where to start mm-hmm. your messaging hits them there gives them one the wind and the permission and the confidence to go buy that camera and then take the course with you. 
So you're 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 coming at it from where they are they're starting having already bought the camera and searching. Let's go a little bit before that. Get them with uh, when you're speaking to your cold audience, when you're talking to them out there, talk about what this is going to fulfill and basically give them the permission to give to buy that camera because you it will help them fulfill that. They will what they're thinking is exactly what can happen and you're going to guide them along that journey. Yeah. That's what I see for you. Mm-hmm. I see that being the connection that you need. Um, because I feel like your your uh, content flow is good. It's not overwhelming. Um, and it doesn't seem to, I mean, you have a free, how many are in your free community? Oh, um, I have 400, maybe 450 in my Facebook, on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And then I have a Facebook group that I think has maybe 250. Okay. And how do you nurture them? Well, it, it's a, a struggle I, to balance it all. So I go live every week on the face on the page. Um, and the group, you know, it, it's a, I've struggled with how to balance content on the page versus content in the group and how I get the group engaged and, and nurture them. So Every Monday, I've been posting, like, get to know me, some sort of topic where I ask a question and they respond. And they've been pretty responsive. Like, I'll just say something like, you know, sometimes it's related to travel and sometimes it's just a movie that you've seen before that you can continue to watch over and over. And that was one that was really popular and people jump in just to, like, have some sort of dialogue and, and sharing. And then people will post photos from trips. Um, I'll ask for them to post photos of their favorite trip or a place that spoke to them or, but I, I don't have every week I do something, but I don't really have any sort of schedule or regular engagement because I, I just haven't quite figured out what it looks like yet. Do they all have a camera in there? Uh, mostly speaking, or are they kind of browsing, looking, following? Not all of them have a real camera. Some of them have cell phone, just to use cell phones. And it looks like I have 135 members in my private group. How do you bring people into that? I invite them through blog posts. I invite them, like when I'm on my Facebook Lives, sometimes I'll invite them to the private group. But that's really all I've done so far. Okay. There should be a purpose inside of your group, but not just not just engagement for the sake of engagement, because that comes over time. You could do a focus. Uh, what questions do you ask them vetting them coming in? I ask them what kind of camera they use, what mode they shoot in. If it's just, you know, if it's automatic, because a lot of people shoot in automatic, but have this dream of getting out of it. Um, and then I ask them maybe like where their last big trip was. My whole focus with all my marketing, all my branding is travel and photography, but photography in a way that's always centered around the travel. So not like bring your tripod, set up at sunrise, get the perfect photo, but I am telling the story of my adventure. So I carry my photo and make photos throughout the day. So I I don't put too heavy duty photography, but it's definitely a part of it. But travel is really the center of the focus. 
And what is travels? Travel always uh, overseas or, you know, exotic destinations? Or can that be um, since we have this moment where we aren't able to really go very far? You know, what about putting a little bit of emphasis or focus on travel, you know, local travel? I, I do talk about that a lot. Like, what can you do? And I say this is the perfect time to get your camera out and practice before you get to travel. So I talked, I did a post about food photography because you can do that in your kitchen or your dining room. And it's a great way to learn light and camera settings, um, your backyard. I do a lot right now about practicing your skills in, in your local area or at home even. How often do you blog or write long form content? Once a week. Okay. Do you have a, a, like a little bit of a call to action inside of there for them to, like if you're talking about food photography, have them uh, work on taking some pictures of food photography. Do you tell them to go out there and do that? I Almost every blog, I have some sort of guidance because I always feel like you don't just say, here's some great information. I always say, so here's my recommendation, like try this, practice this. Um, this week it was go back at old photos with a different eye and look at them again and see if there's some that, pass the test this time. So, and then at the end, if I say, make some photos like this, go to the grocery store and make these food photos. That's when I say, and come to the Be Photo Fluent private Facebook group and share your results with us. So almost every time I recommend making photos, I say, share them with us in the private Facebook group. How often does that happen? I don't know. I don't think a lot. I don't always know where they come from. You know, like when somebody asks to join the group, I guess one of my questions could be, how did you find out about it? And I I don't, so I don't always know how they find out, how they get in there. Mm -hmm. Hey, Fem Nation, I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge. Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21-day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M 2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. I would consider working on uh, getting getting that connected through. So from the long form content from your blogging, being more intentional, more specific to drive them to your Facebook page, or I'm sorry, your Facebook group, and fulfill that action. There, you can incentivize them. So even inside of your group, your group members may not actually be reading all of your blogs, but you can right. actually spend time getting them. Do you share your blog inside your group? Yes, I do. Do you have the call to action or the uh, guidance? Do you highlight that that's the action we're taking this week? 
Uh, no, I don't. I would start instead of focusing on the very mundane, uh, mundane Monday morning motivation, uh, Wednesday wins, Friday follow up, Thursday throwback. You know, all of those things. Nobody's interested in those. What I would do is I would uh, make a continuation loop. So share the blog as you do in your group. Continue to share as you do. Uh, you will drive people through uh, from the outside, but on the inside, start working the engagement on the action for that week is going to be, you can take a, the snippet from your blog yep. and put it as the the post itself and say, hey guys, this is the action we're going to take this week. Share with me, share with the group by such and such. And then on Friday, we'll have a conversation. Maybe you can go in there and do a short live as to uh, to formulate and show them by live example how you came to that conclusion of the guidance that you gave them in that blog earlier on the week. You know, so if you release a blog on Monday, put it in the group uh, and you can rotate these days around depending on how you do it, but put it in the group with saying, hey, this week, this is what we're going to work on because even they can take action with it, even if they don't have a camera, you know, they they can use their phone, they can, you know, but starting to train their eye in the group, train start training their eye, even with a very high level uh, iPhone type camera, but get them to start seeing the life inside those pictures. That's the focus of your group. That should be the focus of your group. Because for those that are fringe, that don't have a camera, that are just curious, you want to entice them and bring them into the fold and make them feel like they're part of it. So opening it up to not to being any camera and then opening it up to having the conversation. But that's where you give them the win of seeing, training their eye to be able to see what it is that they're looking for in it. And each, I mean, you already have a blog that you're sharing that content. Now take it one step further and be, you know, very, very high level actionable in there and, and give them a reason and then follow it up with at the end of the week, maybe a 15, 20 minute live of showing why how what the difference is between this versus this and it takes momentum in a group as you know it takes momentum but they will be able to connect with you the expert for the particular topics inside of the group by you simply doing the content that you're already doing just dividing it out a little bit differently for them in there so that they can feel like they're taking part of it and then you're able to pitch inside your group for people to you know see then the benefit now of your course of course they want to because they've been following you, taking your action steps, being engaged in what you give them, and you're different. You're set apart from other groups that just get engagement for the sake of engagement. This year alone has kicked that to the curb so hard because everybody now wants engagement, and a lot of people are over-engaged, feel like there's a lot coming at them yeah. in the digital world, so we want to hit them with only the thing that they want to learn, and that's it. That's it for you. Train the eye in the group. That's a great idea. I, I kept thinking I want more with to do with more with this group to do more with this group. And I didn't know what that looked like. I was doing the Facebook Live there. And I'm just not reaching I only have 100 and whatever people. And so I switched the Facebook Live to my page because I thought I'll reach more people on the page because I it's public and I have more followers there. But then I felt like I kind of abandoned the group and we just we we have dialogues and periodic engagement and they're pretty engaged when I ask a question they answer yeah. I love this to pull out the action from the blog and give it to them as kind of an assignment or whatever and then do a quick Facebook live with them to follow up on it because I kept thinking yeah. what would my Facebook live look like in there that's different than the page and that that's perfect 
And that's where they get a little extra for the investment of being in your group. They're getting a little bit extra from you, but it's not really much more time because you're already taking the time to create the content. You've already got the content. Now just a little more depth inside of there with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. I think you do well. I just, it's just all a repositioning of, of you seeing that journey and you having that journey. So. I have to remind myself how much I've accomplished. Like I, I'll have to look at my numbers. Just the fact that I, I started my Facebook page and, and website and I started everything from zero in November. Well, I started in November. You know, I think my website might not have been up until, I don't know, December, or January. So by the time I got it done. So yeah, I mean, when I look at how far I've come, I know I've made a lot of progress, but I'm just, I'm really anxious to start seeing some sort of income from all of this work. And I know it takes a while. I, I remind myself of that, but. And, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that you've already been building momentum. It is, it's a momentum game, yeah. you know, and, and you've already been building that momentum. It's just, you're feeling the the time that it's taken already and the length of putting into it. And all of a sudden you're going to look back probably, you know, before the end of this year and just be like, Oh, wow. It's, you know, it, it felt like it took forever to get to this point, but then you're finally, you're there, you know, so you'll, you'll do it. I think you'll do just fine. Usually what I do is I help people create the digital product suite that they desire, but you've got that. I really don't, I don't think that's necessary for you um, because you have that. You just have to connect to what each of the pieces mean and how you talk to them really having that, that conversation for you, for accountability, it, it would, I mean, there's always that possibility that, you know, you can have a business coach for accountability but I'm not sure that that's 100% also what you need, you know? So I, I, I'm, as I'm considering this, I'm thinking, I just, I'm not sure if, you know, if that's the best thing for you at the moment. I think you could really just put a little bit more time into seeing how you converse and how your audience is coming to you with focus. And I think you'll see some of that. And, and obviously the notes from today, you know, I wouldn't run a launch right now. Don't run a launch yet. Engage and nurture your people. Um, engage and build that group and share more that the group exists, you know, that, that this is what we're going to focus on. But you're paid. I, I, be, hold that hold that up for just a second. I just want to make sure I cover this. Your page, pages do not get traction unless you pay for them. It, it's just, it, and we know this in the Facebook world, but the business pages are pay to, pay to play. And so I would encourage you to start testing where your uh, figure out where your audience is coming from and then target them. You can make posts and, and boost it for $10 for five days to, to friends and uh, people who liked your page and their friends. And that's going to get you more cold people because there's a common element. So what it's going to do is out of the 400 plus people that like your page, it's going to make sure that that post or that live gets in front of them and their friends. You see, you're piggybacking on theirs and then it's letting the algorithm figure out who that is. That's your easiest, shortest, non-aggressive, not very expensive way, pushing out there and seeing that what kind of feedback comes back to your page and your business. But it's talking about that, that piece prior to them 
why did they decided that they wanted a good camera? Because if there's friends out there that have uh, that like your page that have a good camera, they were going to have friends that they've had the conversation with. So that's how you're reaching into their world. I've had my most organic responses have come from my business page going to that instead of trying to figure out what the what my demographic is and paying a lot of money to figure that out. I just simply. Uh, and then once you do that, people that respond to a post or a live, you can go in and then invite them to like your page. So you're growing your page at the same time as you're watching to see what your audience is. And then, of course, I would say make sure you're pixeled because then you can still retarget, but we're not retargeting right now. We're just growing to see where is it coming from? Where is it showing up at? And these things take a little bit of time, but then having that, you know, then you're able to see it from that perspective and then get some some idea, okay, here's who is resonating with this. So if I, do I pick a post that did well to boost or a live? You can, you can do that. Uh, for example, I have a podcast and I've had it since last September. I've got 117 record, uh, live episodes. Uh, it's for women entrepreneurship, right? And so my, I have a team that said, okay, let's, Let's work on, you know, growing this, growing your audience through the people that you interview and have them get in front of their audience. We did, we time trialed that for a little bit and he came back and he's like, okay, so here's some feedback. Let's go over the feedback with this. The thing is, is that your people you're interviewing are not consistent in putting it out in front of their audience. You know, this person did this, this person did this, this person did this. We saw some spikes here, here, and here. But he said that that's not necessarily the thing. So here's what we can do going forward. We can require, you know, be a little bit more specific on them sharing the content, their episode to their audience, or we can revisit a different way. And I said, here's the thing. I don't want to be, they're coming on my podcast in, in the hopes of, because I know the whole back end stage stuff. I'm, I'm deep inside of that. And I said, they're coming on my podcast, hoping to get in front of my audience, which is totally fine. And I, I, I leave it open for that. But I said, so I don't want to make it a requirement for them. I never did want to make it a requirement for them. I said, what I want to do is I will boost the episodes every single time they're released. You guys gave me graphics. You pull out a couple of, um, you know, great quotes from them or from me. I put them up and I boost it for $10 for five days. Every single week I'm doing that. I've been doing it that way for a month. And my traction from that alone right now is through the roof. But I, I started out it that way. And at first I was not getting responses though. So if I boost my blog post, like every week I do a Facebook post with my blog, announcing my blog post. So that might be a good one to boost. And I would boost to my friends because they might not be seeing it. Well, first of all, they're probably not seeing it like you're thinking. So you want to put it, you want to boost it to anyone who likes your page and their friends. So let me see, let me show you what that looks just real quick. I'll screen share and show you what that looks like. Yeah, I know that like a 1% or some 3%, some ridiculous amount of people actually see what you post. It really, and there's so many Facebook courses and ways to do that, but I have spent thousands of dollars over the last three years, thousands of thousands learning this. And I don't want to be a Facebook guru. I want to find the most efficient way for early stage people to do this because that was me. And even if I have someone do it, I want to know what they're doing. You know, I want, and I want to know, I want to have an idea, but I don't, 
I don't have $1,500 a month to pay someone to do this for me, plus ad spend. You know, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to do it before I was, you know, before I had something super, super compelling that actually was converting. You know, I, I still needed to figure out what converts the best, you know, and, and throwing something, creating a PDF and then trying to get them to opt in, opt in isn't the best way to do it because you're throwing a lot of money at, against Facebook ads and Facebook's happy to take it. You know, so I was like, what actually, what specifically is going to work? So let me show you real quick. I'm learning so much, but it's like, well, I don't know enough about Facebook or Facebook ads or, you know, there's so many different topics that I think I don't have time to to be an expert in yeah. every single one of those areas because I'm still creating content and trying to market my stuff. And um, it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. And and the thing is, is you're, you're audience building right now. You, you want people right. that you know specifically that need this, you want them to hear from you. So when you do a blog post and you create the, uh, on your page, you create a post that highlights that then take, take some of your best quotes, like right here, do kind of like capture a quote from it that you said, one of your favorites inside of there, and then give a synopsis of what it is they're going to learn very much like show notes for a podcast. What does that look like? So this is what I put on there. This is the graphic that I made. I went, I go to my speaker's website or um, Facebook page and I pick the photo that I want. Yeah. I put it with a very simple thing here. And then I link inside there. This has been on for two days only. And all I did was, let me see if this will show. So all I do is hit the boost, right? I put the post up, hit the boost right there. And I pick... Um, this one surprisingly is actually a lot of words, which most people are like, you have a lot of words on your graphics. It's not going to go anywhere, but this is boosting a post. This is a little bit different. And I, and this is actually telling about me being at, you know, a breakout speaker in this conference. I've had 41 engagements through this alone. And this has only been on for two days. You know, I mean, I'm reaching people past my friends list, you know, and so I'm just like, okay, okay. This is how I want to do this. And it's only $10 a week, Okay, $10, you know? And so I figured I can do that. Let's see this one for whatever reason, this isn't even a picture. It's all words. And this one in five days hit almost a thousand people and had 71 engagement. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. This is working. This is working properly. And this is easy to do. She didn't have very many. And so obviously I sit and look at those things. I'm thinking, interesting. What was it that didn't happen? But see how for $40 a month, I'm giving myself opportunity to see, okay, maybe the words didn't resonate. Maybe the, the notes didn't. What is it that people engaged with on the other ones versus this? See, look, this one, I didn't boost at all. This one I didn't boost right here had only 36 people at reach. And my, the one engagement was me putting the actual link in there. That's, that's me, you know, so I know that, you know, so I'm like, I didn't put any money behind this one. This was only two weeks ago. And so if I go here and say, this is what I want to do. I want to go to people who like your page and their friends. Okay. It's an option that comes up. Yeah. And I just have, look, a budget of $10. I always go down and I adjust this because it always says no pixel. So if you're pixeled, make sure you grab it. I always want that just in case if yeah. I need to utilize that information, I've got it available. You know, I pixeled because I paid for them. I want a pixel. So just so you can see, I started doing this a little bit about a month ago 
I was like, I will put money towards Facebook, but I'm not going to go create. I mean, I, I have spent time after time after time on at Facebook ads manager and I've taken courses and I've looked into it. I've learned from multiple different people, but there, it's so deep and it changes. It's such an evolving piece that I'm just like, but I need to be able to do this and understand what I'm doing. So I know then what my audience wants to see, you know? So I was like, for less than $50 a month, I'll do that. Yeah. You know, this content I'm already putting up. So you can do that and then follow up with your results and just see how that works. But at least at the very least, you're getting your content in front of more people that already said they wanted to know more about your content. Now you're guaranteeing it's getting in front of them first off. Second of all, second all of all, it's going past them to their friends now. Yeah, that's great because I would see these numbers too, like 16 people reached and I think, okay, well, what about the rest of the 400? They don't get to see it. So I do have a question. You said, don't launch right now. I'm kind of in the middle of a launch. I was doing a soft launch with just my list because I wanted to do kind of the founding members march. I heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Membership. But my problem is I've only had one person sign up. And so I feel like I'm letting my list know through emails. I posted on my Facebook page, but I'm not really getting any traction. And so I think, do I just stop what's missing? I feel kind of bad for the one person that's in this. But then again, she's my super fan and she's probably thrilled that she'll get all the individual attention. So I don't have to feel too bad about it because it'll just basically be like a one-on-one with her and she's happy for that. But I don't know. What do you think about the current launch? <laughs> where, okay, so where are you at? Uh, founders launch, yes. That, that's totally fine. And you can founders launch two or three times. You can have three iterations of a founders launch. I mean, really, a founders launch doesn't mean the first time you do it and you can no longer do a founders launch. Yes, you can. You can always call it that. Because here's the thing about digital content or digital, your digital products is that they're going to always evolve. Every single time you run and launch it, you're going to evolve it from the feedback that you got, from the action that you got, and from the results you saw them take. You're always going to evolve it. So technically speaking, could you founders launch a few times? Yeah, you could. Now, how are you communicating this to your list then? Well, that was another question. I I wasn't I feel kind of weird about the whole, I, I've heard two different schools of thought, you know, like Stu McLaren is like open and closed with the cart, but then I'm in the membership guys, membership Academy. I don't know if you've heard about them, but and, yep. And they're a big fan of just leave it open. And I, I kind of lean in that direction because I do think I feel weird with my message saying I'm closing because why are you closing? Why not just leave it open? I know it's to create an urgency from the sales perspective, but how you message that to your people, I kind of would like to leave it open, but I don't know if that's a good business decision. Um, so my first thought was I'll close it at the end of the month. But then I thought I, I'm not getting anybody sign up. So do I just leave it open and continue to promote it? I'm not, I'm kind of, I don't know. So how would they come in on a revolving uh, open membership? If they came, so if someone signed up uh, and you start week one of the course, you know, that you teach them at the beginning of August, someone comes in August 15th, where are they going to feel that they're at inside of that course though? Well, it's, the membership is. Oh, you launched a membership. Yeah. Yeah. It's a membership. Okay. The course is closed. The course I just, I opened and closed 
I was thinking about doing another launch in the fall with the yeah, course, yeah. but for now I'm just, it's just the membership. So, um, I think you could actually for the membership because I'm, so think of your free group. You want to give them the opportunity to be, start becoming eye aware inside uh-huh. of the group. Now, if you take it a step past that, what would they get if they paid you $29 a month and be in that membership? Now they're going to get what's the next level of depth with you and the outcome that they could get. They're going to, and we have to complete the circle of outcome at every single stage. So your free group, your outcome is that they're going to, you're, they're going to be able to have their eye trained to see in the picture, you know, and they're going to be able to get that. You don't hold that back. You help them see it no matter what camera they're using. Now in the membership, what is that outcome in the membership that you're, what is it that you're walking them through? And is that an open and closed loop once a month? Because if it is, then they can come in. If it's not, and you want to leave it open, then we just restructure. There's specific, or statistically speaking, what works for you in a membership, you cannot make it be something that someone else says is the be all end all only way to do it because that worked for them. It has to be what works for you. I can tell you right now, an open membership for me drives me up a wall because I hate constantly onboarding, you know? And so for me, I was just like that, but it was a structure of the membership that I had that I was just like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. So we're going to now, you know, I mean, so that was my thinking, but it had to work with me, but I wanted to be open, but I didn't want to have that constant, you know, falling back to stage zero and onboarding people and getting them up. Cause I, I kept always wanting people to be up at the same place. You know, I wanted to excel them to the same place for you. It has to be what works for you. And, and then, then the only shift is in making sure the structure of how you have that membership and what you deliver in that membership is, is congruent with that. I feel okay about having it always open because I have a really clear starting place that I walk people through. Like these are the first steps you should take when you come into the membership, if you're at the very beginner level, but it also has different focuses. Like some people already maybe know how to use their camera, but they really want to learn how to edit. So I have a kind of an editing track and it's very basic. I haven't, I just started it. So there's not a, ton of information in it right now. So it's pretty easy for anybody to join within at any time and, you know, have the same experience. What I would do for you, this is what I would do for you. Get, get clarity on the outcome of the membership. What is it? What is that going to be for them? You know, how is that going to help them further this love of exceptional photography and the learning of it? You know, so knowing specifically what that is, Without confuse, you know, where, where they can find themselves in it, you know, it goes back again to why they love it in the first place and why they're even thinking of all of these things in the first place. Second of all, I would run, uh, Stu talks about the open closed method. I would run a launch, a monthly launch for it. And here's why, because you want to give yourself a reason to talk about it in your free group. So if you take the fourth week of every single month, you talk about, hey guys, on the first, we're opening up the the membership again. You know, if you want to get in, let's you know jump into the membership. We're still at founders rate. We're going to hold founders rate right now, just because the times we're in, or blah blah blah. You know, whatever you want to say. Just say that we're going to hold it at founders rate right now, but we may not next month. You know, so they're going to get to. You're going to train them and give them the boundaries that yes, you open this at the beginning of each month, but the reason you open and and let you leave it open for a week 
or 15 days and then you stop talking about it and people can still come into it. If someone messages you and say, oh my gosh, I wanted to do this, never got to it. You're still going to let them in. It's not a hard close, but what you want to give yourself the opportunity to do is to be able to speak about it for a consistent week that there's a launch period every single month. And it gives you a moment to talk about it in your free group. And that's where these people are going to say, that is what I want. Because they're going to nurture inside of there and then say, I do want to go a little bit deeper and I can afford or I can justify $29 right now. You know, so you're giving yourself a window to launch in your free group. And then, of course, you share that same information on your page, obviously, you know, but and then they're. If they don't join, if people reach out to you and don't join uh, from your free group, that you're doing the same thing. Launch it off of your business page as well. But if they don't join it there, they can always come into your, you can just say, hey, you know what? If it's not the right time for you now and you reached out to talk to me about it, definitely make sure you join my free group. We do a lot of stuff in there as well. You know, because part of that's just a nurturing piece. You'll have people that when you're talking about it for that very same, you know, open cart week each month you'll have people on your business uh, page and you can boost that post too and get it in front of them. You know? So, I mean, it's people that like your page. So, I mean, this is how you, you stack working it to where it's not expensive. It's not overwhelming and you give yourself a reason and you'll feel comfortable giving them that pitch once a month because you're giving them boundaries to know that you're going to talk about this every month, once a month, you're not close closing. It's not a hard close, but They'll understand that you only talk about it once a month. You open it up. It's a reminder. It's a drip piece, you know, and then they can finally say, you know what? I'm getting tons of value and here. I bet for 29 bucks, it's going to be, you know, even better. And this is now where I'm ready or what I'm looking for. That's how I would structure yours. Kind of a hybrid. Yeah, I like it because I don't like the thought of you do it once or twice a year or because then if people want it, if they're looking for it and they find it, then it's like, well, then I'll just find it somewhere else because there's a lot of photography, online photography stuff and mine's very different, but they don't know that. Right. Always. But you're giving a sense of urgency without, without closing, doing a hard close and you can do it each month. Yeah. And then my problem is, what if I don't get anybody to, to sign up? <laughs> because, you know, and then like now I have one member. So that's a little embarrassing. Uh, I just keep going with one member and then I open it up again yeah. next month and hope for some more. And Absolutely. So the last week of this month, let it be your mega launch week. Talk about it. And don't expect to have the results you're going to have in a month because you have now kind of a direction with your free group. You know, so they're, they're going to want to see your consistency on direction and your uniqueness of how you bring them information. They'll start warming up to that. They're already engaged, but use this week to say, Hey guys, in my group, I just want to let you know that this is available and we're, we're opening it up for signups for the first. And you can even say, you won't hear me chat about it again until next month, but this is how the membership's going to work because I know the value to get inside of this. But in the meantime, we're going to restructure this group. We're going to have some fun with each week's going to be uh, a target, a theme target that I'm bringing to the table for you. That's going to be unlike what everybody else does. And then just start being consistent with that. Mm. Okay. And then you're, you, you see how that loop is working where the, the business page is going to start with a little bit of boosting. And then that's going to drive people to your free group. It's also going to drive awareness. You exist. It's also going to increase your page. And then on top of it, 
it's going to give you an audience, your warmed up audience, in order to be able to pitch them once a month. This is open, guys, and then close it. And then this is open, guys, gives you, it helps you feel authentic in giving them something you know is going to be valuable for them, but don't feel like you're constantly pitching them or the perception that every time you say something, it's because you want to get them in the membership. You know, we don't want to feel that way. So let's move away from that. Give yourself that one week, call it good, and then carry on with your, with your format. Okay. I like that. And let it grow. And in the meantime, the one member you have love the heck on her, no matter who's in there, she gets the benefit of being the person that took the ultimate chance on you and this membership and this opportunity. And she's going to be, again, your mega super fan for it, even deeper. Hey, Fem Nation, I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge. Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21-day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M 2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.